0: Of the podcast I played some Neutral Milk Hotel A song you had not heard before And you were immediately taken Which I think is the right response Because this, there's not another record On planet earth that has ever existed That sounds like this record The combination of weird Old school Appalachian Hill music And bizarre augmentation And weird indie rock Self-righteousness Neutral Milk Hotels in the airplane over the sea is brilliant. And so after you got excited about it and we were sending messages back and forth, I uh, have been listening to this record all week long. It's one of my very favorites of all time. And then... Yesterday, on my Facebook memories, my daughter, it popped up her first ever guitar recital where she played the title track from this record, which I talked to you about on the last podcast. Yeah, crazy. It literally popped up two days later, and of course, because I am an open weeper, and I'm not ashamed of it, it's my safety valve, it's why I don't become a serial killer. Okay, that's a little strong. You let strong. it out. That's a little strong. Uh, but it, it, I think that doing the emotional thing is okay to do. Oh, my God. I was blubbering all day yesterday when that came out. And so I, I can't stop thinking about this record. A lot of people are like, what's a big deal? I don't care. A... Um, it's a fucking amazing record and you've never heard another record like it and that's why i like to play it should we start the show
1: we should i was just gonna say i listened to the whole album with headphones on and then i pulled out the liner notes too because i was like this these songs have they're beautifully written yeah I mean, not just the instrumentation and everything else, but just the lyrics and everything else are fascinating. And-
0: well, some of it's very weird, right? Oh. Like who who uses the singing saw on a record? Who uses a <laughs> flugelhorn? But it's not like one of those painfully tedious indie bands, and they, all of it feels immediate and, 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 and thoughtful. I guess yeah. that's the part. I, I, I Absolutely. I think Jeff Bangham is a true believer. In fact, he loved making music, but he wouldn't tour. He wouldn't perform. He did on rare occasion, yeah. and they made it through two records, and then they vanished, which, of course, nothing good can last, can it? <clears throat> My name is Brian Oak. and uh, Happy fall, everybody. My <laughs> name is Brian Oak, and that is Sean Bernard. We are your Brian Oak Show. This is podcast number 352, if my math is right. And here we are in the Smart Start MN studio. Smart Start MN, Minnesota's original ignition interlock company. What does that mean? Well, it means they got there first. It means they're like, hey, guess what? People are going to drink and drive. They're going to fuck up. But when they do, there's got to be a way to get them back in their cars. They need to get back to work. You don't want them to stay at home and continue drinking you want them to get back to their regular life and that's what they do at smart start mn they put the ignition interlock device in your vehicle you breathe clean you get to drive it's very very simple that way but they were there first they worked with minnesota's legislature to build this program and of course a bunch of other carpetbaggers came along and trying to get some of that sweet sweet juice off that fuck those people man go to smart start mn absolutely it could be someone else you know that got the DUI. I love how you always say that, and you look at me like you're looking into my soul. <laughs> yes, yes, I did get a DUI. Our guest is also looking. Back in 2001, it was a long time ago. I've, yeah. I've made better choices since then, but back then there wasn't a Smart Start MN, and there wasn't a Uber or anything. And it was, it was shitty as hell, man. I hated it. But luckily, we live in a better age now.
1: Yeah, you can go to smartstartmncom slash Show. That'll get you 20% off the installation of the ignition interlock system.
0: I don't want people to think they've tuned into a commercial podcast, but, well, welcome to the fucking modern era, right? I just want to let you know, we're going to be talking to a guest that I am so excited to get to know better just ahead that I, I, but first, we do have to mention one more. Scott McKay, the mortgage guy at Edge Home Finance. Now, you are a realtor by trade as well, Sean, but mortgage and realty are different animals, right? You show people the places that, but then there's the actual nuts and bolts of the monopoly money that you're going to have to spend and do the right thing with. It's kind of hand in glove. Now, I'm not saying Scott's the hand. I'm not saying
1: Scott's the glove. But we are hand in glove. I do <laughs> like where this show is going so far. I do like that. You can't have one without the other. It's like love and marriage and all that stuff from the song. You know. Yeah, horse and carriage. Yeah, I ex- it. Exactly I, right. I get it. I get it. That's what I'm trying to say without singing it because that would be inappropriate. <laughs> um, first of all, his... and. Aunt- NMLS number I always mess that up is 332068 but that's not the important number the number that you really want to know Brian hit me is 612875 4338. That's his actual telephone number. Huh. So let's just say you're like, ah, oh, the mortgage rates, I don't, I, I, I don't know what I'm going to do about that, and my kid needs to move out of the house and buy their own place, and blah, 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 but the rates are so high. and blah, blah, blah. They're not that high. They're not that bad. Not, not historically, and Grandpa used to pay a lot more for interest rates
0: back in the 70s the and 80s. The woman who sold my wife and I our first house, she's like, in the early 70s, the rates were over 20%. I'm like, Oh, that's
1: yeah. Yeah. No, I've heard stories like that. And the thing is, if your home appreciates, if you do some actual work and fix it up, that sort of thing, you're going to get way more value than you'll ever pay in interest ideally. Um, There's also a great program right now that's really an interest rate buy down. It's not an arm. It's important to say that where you get the balloon payment at the end. Uh, You actually go to the seller and you negotiate and you say, Hey, will you pay down the first uh, several years of interest on my loan? And if their house has been on the market for a while, they might be interested in having that conversation. You should have a conversation with Scott McKay, the mortgage guy, 612-875-4338.
0: As I mentioned, I am very excited about the upcoming conversation, a local entrepreneur, a proprietor, a talented individual, and someone, frankly, with a very striking appearance. I remember the first time I saw her, she looked cooler than Tank Girl. And I was <laughs> like, what the, who the, what? And, and then my pedicurist informed me that she was the woman who owned the salon that I was in on that particular day through no fault of my own. But well, actually, no, it was. I actually literally called them and set up an appointment. So I guess it was through a fault of mine. Anyway, we're going to talk to Angie Andrea Storley just ahead. But first, uh, yesterday, I was in a bit of a dour mood yesterday. And so I went and did a little retail therapy, which I know makes me sound like I should be on the real Housewives of Longfellow neighborhood Uh, but I did I exactly (laughs) exactly I'm a a crier Um, and so I went to my former place of vocation Mill City Sound the record store in Hopkins Minnesota and I always dread going in because I love it there I love the people there but there's always gonna be one thing on the wall that I want and the wall has become precious like records have become so valuable that I, oh, they, and so then our, there I looked up and there was a copy of R.E.M.'s debut EP, Chronic Town. And I own a copy, but I don't own an original copy. And this one was in perfect shape, in mint condition. It's only got five songs on it.
1: It's the first song that you're going to play. It's the first song I ever heard from R.E.M. and fell in love. Right For away. real?
0: For real, yeah. Uh, this song matters so much to me that I went home and I got my <clears throat> $45 worth out of this particular record on night one. And I intend to listen to it many more times. Just ahead, Andrea Storley. Here's R.E.M., Carnival of Sorts, Boxcars, on The Brian Oak Show. debut ep chronic town mm. rem that song Mm-mm-mm-mm. right there carnival of sorts boxcars <sighs> it's gonna be an rem day for me today is it yep i like that
1: i was thinking about asking my wife who has the day off today to go drive down to like cannon falls or someplace for lunch go on um, if she doesn't want to do that, I might just go
0: drive by myself to Cannon Falls or someplace and just turn on the REM. Every time I go away on a boys weekend, yeah, I don't carpool with anybody because I don't mind chit-chat. We're going to spend the whole weekend chit-chatting. Yeah, exactly. But a two and a half hour drive up north by myself listening to music yes. is fucking just Heaven. the sense of driving away from the chaos is really oh, nice. Oh, yeah. I might go right now, except that would be very rude to our guest who is currently present. Her name is Andrea Storley, and I asked her for a bio, and she did it so well that I'm going to read it letter for letter from this top is, to bottom This is a we first, I think. Wow. I never, ever read these things, Andrea. I'm By the way, Andrea, hello. How are hello,
2: you? Hello, I'm swell. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. I...
2: You haven't cried yet, so it's going well.
0: Oh, it's early. Oh, it's early, though. These are early days. Settle down, Andrea. <laughs> Andrea Storley has been in the nail industry, as in fingernail, toenail. Not hammer and nail. No, no, yeah. no. Industry since 2004, which is almost 20 years, which means she must have started when she was seven unbelievable because she looks fit after graduate what's up oh i don't believe you for a second no way after graduating from the school formerly known as scott lewis she began her journey as an employee at a well-known local salon though she was technically skilled she was ultimately displeased with the experience of working for someone else Amen. Ooh. Preach. Ooh. <laughs> and in 2017, a short six years ago, she forged her own path by creating the industry juggernaut, Nail Ninja. Right now, you know that I love big words and I love hyperbole. Yeah. Industry juggernaut is genius. But locally, it is an industry juggernaut. Nail Ninja is a collaboration of artists who are perfectionists in their craft. They aim to make each service better than the last and are education driven trailblazers. They pride themselves on meticulous salon cleaning and sterilization protocols that exceed state-mandated requirements, and they strive to exceed your wildest nail expectations with impeccable cuticle work, crisp polish applications, and bespoke nail art. Bespoke. Though each artist has their area of expertise, together they create a distinct salon experience that is truly inimitable When's the last time anyone ever sent you a fucking bio, Sean, that had the word inimitable in it? <laughs> Andrea, I, w- I was impressed with you the first time I ever saw you, and I'm already more impressed now that we have a chance to interact. How is your, what is it, Friday?
2: It's a Friday. How's All your Friday going? Today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so far, so good. Uh, well, I mean, But
0: you're already at it. You were doing nails this morning long before we got here.
2: Yes, I was doing nails for General Mills this morning at 7 a.m., and and early.
0: is that a regular thing or is that like uh, a one-off or is that a
2: i get i get commercial work here and there it's yeah. something that i definitely um i, I want to lean a little bit more into just because i think it's kind of fun to do something that you see in print later on
0: i know a lot of people who are musicians and when they get those corporate gigs i'm not saying that it's mercenary but there's real money there they must they must pay you well to do this they thing.
2: pay me well yeah, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> they have to because but- i'm going you know I, I i'm obviously a little bit Busy doing doing my own shit. So, exactly. So if I want to do something extra, it's going to be extra. <laughs>
0: Which is fine. And I, again, I don't see any crime. Any th- This seems like a win-win situation for everybody because they look better. They feel better. So just for a little bit of setup, before we find out more about you and more about Nail Ninja, I woke up about four weeks ago. And I... I've never had a manicure or a pedicure in my entire life and I don't know what I was thinking but I look down and I'm like you know I should really clip my toenails you and get on that. Well, what's that?
2: You should get on that. Uh, Exactly. But then I thought,
0: I've never had a pedicure. I'm 55 years old and I've never had a pedicure. I wonder what that would be like. So I just threw it out there on social media just in case. I'm like, can I go to one of those mall spots? Can I stop at a strip mall? Are there fancier places, better places? Because I have a history with salon culture in general. But... I, the number of people who were like no question fucking nail ninja do not go to one of those cut rate places you will get infected you will get <laughs> ruined you will get destroyed you will die in a fire and <laughs> but every but so many people said nail ninja i'm like well i thought i'll call him But there's no way they've got an opening like a walk in if they're that cool a place. And also, you know, in two days, I won't feel like a pedicure. I don't know where the idea came from, but it did. And I went and I called and they're like, yeah, we can get you in this afternoon. I was like, oh, I guess I'm getting my first ever (laughs) pedicure. And Brianna, who was wonderful by the way like, An angel from heaven. Honest to God, like seriously, like she was kind. She treated me gently because she knew it was my first time and that I was not in a comfortable place. But then I sat in one of your freaky ass massage chairs. It's like a
2: luxury vehicle. It? Oh, <laughs> it's, it's so way pretty.
0: better than that. Yeah. I've I've driven a luxury vehicle. No, that that felt like aliens invading me <laughs> in all the right way. I loved your <laughs> massage chairs.
2: Wow, I should raise my price. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Should so I come get
2: abducted and get a better cure? <laughs> exactly, we will probe you with this,
0: gentle, but a very gentle and friendly probing, and the, one yeah. that you will not regret. Probably um, have to sign some kind of release yeah. form for that. Yeah, no, I will. I'm glad I didn't because I was happy. I was happy <laughs> to be there. Um, the uh, but the the, the whole. I, The whole process was great. And I everyone who said on social media, go to Nail Ninja, but go all the way up to the top. And so I'm like, all right, I'll take your top of the line pedicure. I wasn't going to get any color. I just wanted my nails to look better. But then I asked Brianna, who is an angel from heaven. I loved her. Uh, Love, I guess, actively. Um, (laughs) Still, I still do. Exactly. I think about her daily. Oh, I'll see her again. (laughs) I promise you I'll see her again because this won't last forever. But I asked, I'm like, does it cost any more to get more? Like, can I go black? She's like, yes. And then, but then I started to get all arty, and I was like, "Well, it's autumn, and I am an autumn. What about uh, a, like a like a, a khaki green or a burnt oh, yeah. orange?" And she looked at me with a soft, gentle under. She's younger than my daughter, and she was like, "Hmm." Mm, I'm like, should we just go black? She's like, let's just go black. It's yeah, just you can't she regret
2: black, you know. You just and can't.
0: They look fucking fantastic. They do actually. They, they do. still look pretty yeah.
2: sharp. That and was a while ago. A month right?
0: later, they yeah. look freaking fantastic. You get so, what you pay for, you. Know? Let's not talk about me anymore. Let's talk about <laughs> you. Um, where are you from?
2: I grew up in Ocala, Florida, actually, and then I, um, I, but I've lived here since 2001 now. So I. I refuse to acknowledge that I'm a Minnesotan, but when I go home to Florida, they're like, wow, you sound really northern. Yeah, like, <laughs> do they really? No, I don't I don't really think that... They, well, I mean, certain words... They say that, all yes, right. Yes, yeah, yeah. They, they'll say that, and then when I'm here, people don't think I sound like I'm from here, so I guess I'm I'm kind of a vagrant, I guess. I Which don't really
0: is have cool, a, no, there's nothing... Wrong with being a happy wanderer. No, yeah. What I part of like the that? state is Ocala in? It,
2: Ocala is central. Uh, okay. So, like, John Travolta lives there now. It's oh. like kind of. Well, it, the is it coastal farms. or right in no, the middle? No, it's right in it's central Florida. So, okay. it's like. An hour and a half north of Orlando and basically That's like an hour thinking, from East yeah. Coast. So gotcha. nice like farmland, a lot of like ro- rolling hills. Um, it's really known for horse racing and stuff like that. Well, there's like two sides. The One's like the wealthy horse racing. Of and course. then where I'm from. <laughs> so they're known for like horse
1: racing and, and homophobia? No, <laughs> Sorry, no, <laughs> no. no. Wow. Actually, oh, really? it's, come,
2: it's come quite a way. Really? I, know, I mean, when I was Because a lot of up, Florida, yeah. you know,
0: a lot of Florida. Not, no. Not what? great for that. No,
2: don't, don't put Florida in that category. That's <laughs> actually not true. State of
0: Gainesville, man. Yeah, Stay no, yeah, out of Gainesville. There's a all lot. Right. There's
2: actually quite a quite a large gay community in Florida. Well, and yeah, go I feel to like South Florida. Beach, yeah. Florida, sort no. Well, yes, obviously. But <laughs> no, Florida has Florida gets a bad rap. It's actually not really like that, isn't I, it? I think that um, something that I think is really interesting about Florida is that it does get called like racist or all these yeah, things, yeah. but people are just very blunt. Like they'll just say the things, I and then they still blunt. coexist. I can each live with other, blunt. So but that
0: is the reddest state in the country.
2: Oh uh, no! Actually, it really—I pro- promise you—it really has come. Your quite a friends long way. from
0: there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, you have friends from there, and you represent a part of the culture that I like a great deal. Yeah. It's still the reddest state in the country. It,
2: yeah, no doubt about that for yeah. sure. I for mean, sure. Yeah.
0: Mississippi's not far behind. Maybe Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Sure. So again, I don't want to denigrate <laughs> but, where you but came from. But every place, every place. I mean, place, here's yeah. a funny thing: you go
1: outstate Minnesota. And it's, oh, it's deeply rooted. Oh, You
0: yes. yeah, see yeah. outside the 694, yes. 494
1: yeah. loop. So, no matter where you no. live, there's usually cool cool mm-hmm. parts with open minded people. And no then no. there's people you're like, have you joined us here in this particular century?
2: Well, I so, like, gro- growing up there, yeah. it was definitely not very diverse. But now, like, in downtown yeah. Ocala, they've got. Um, a drag bar, which I was frankly shocked about when I went in home. In to... In Ocala, yeah. I was oh, like, oh my god, I wow, you guys are really Ocala. coming See, well, up with the times here.
0: Growing up in Coon Rapids, which is three or four suburbs north mm-hmm, of where yeah. we are right now. North, I guess. Um... Yeah, no, it was it was the whitest place I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. And now if you go up there, there's, it, everybody's there. It's yeah. all over. So, I mean, the world is changing because the world is changing. Let's not talk about politics, race, creed, gender. Let's talk about Andrea. Um, <laughs> at what point did you, I mean, at some point you must have been like, even if you know, I'm not like these other people, I want to look a little different. I want to dress a little different. I want to have the fiercest eyebrows of anybody I know. <laughs> I, I mean seriously, there are at some point maybe there wasn't a singular aha moment, but at some point in your youth, you decided I'm not like everybody else. I want to dress differently, I want to look differently. I want to I want to have an aesthetic. When did that yeah, happen?
2: I you know, I guess uh like always. I guess I've just always sort of not felt like I really fit anywhere. Um Uh, I feel like I can usually make my way in any crowd of people. I mean, you put me with pretty much anyone, and I feel like I always say I can make a conversation with a stuffed shirt, but I think that's... (laughs) yeah. I'm I'm sitting right here. You are are a gloriously stuffed shirt. Oh, my God. You're fantastic.
0: I'm sitting right here.
2: (laughs) How dare you? Um, oh, I don't. I've I've just never really felt like I belong in any one sort of thing, and I I don't know. I guess I've always. And is that felt freeing?
0: Like that. Does it, uh, is, it yeah. is it lonely or is it freeing? Allows you to be whoever the hell you want to be.
2: I don't. I don't ever feel lonely. I actually, and I but I do feel I am alone a lot. I'm a very singular person. I yeah. like to be by myself. Yeah. I I am super introverted naturally, so I, I don't. But I don't feel like it's lonely. I feel like it's liberating. You
0: don't look like an introvert. When I went to your salon, Nail Ninja, the Northeast location, there are two locations. I was sitting in the waiting area before Brianna came up and tended to my feet in a way that I believe the Virgin Mary might have done so had I been allowed to have her wash my feet. Um... I looked over, and when I compared you to Tank Girl, I wasn't joking. You had the coolest boots on I've ever seen in my entire life. They were nearly knee-high. They were leather pantsed as well. And then you had this green, tight-fitting shirt that was, because I'm a big Cthulhu guy, it was all sort of fibrous muscle with eyeballs poking out of it. And you have extremely short hair. And I looked over, and I'm like, who the fuck is that? What wow! Badass. Wow. What? No, no, but for real. And <laughs> I looked you. over. I'm like, damn. And you were doing somebody's nails. And so then I went over and I was getting my feet done. And I asked Brianna, "I'm like, who is that?" She's who like, "This broad." No, I did not say that.
2: <laughs> who's that broad?
0: No, I said who's. It's that? not real popular nowadays to call. Women I said, broad. "Hey, so who,
2: who's that?" I man. I do
0: it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who's the skirt over there? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, uh, no, because she has cooler boots than I would ever have ever worn in my entire life, and um, and. And he's like, oh, that's Andrea. She owns this place. I was like, oh. And so that's when I eventually reached out to you because I had such an amazing experience at your salon. And you were striking. The experience was incredible. Those chairs, I did ask about five different times how much those chairs each cost because I want one because I'll never leave again. I'll go home and I'll lay it until I die. But it's a little out of my price range. Um, yeah, they aggressive. We're, we're going to talk more about Nail Ninja and your career arc through the esthetician lifestyle. Is that fair?
2: No, that's that's for skin. Oh. So I don't want to talk about estheticians, but oh, I, yeah. I, I don't know anything was, about skins.
0: I didn't realize that was skin specific. Yeah, manicurist.
2: Yeah, estheology is for skin, manicurist oh. for yeah. Cosmetologists See, do all of it.
0: This is pull you, why. Pull your mic up. Like this that. is why go. I For, like having yeah. experts in because I am sort of an idiot and well, I just. are not talking. an idiot?
2: But why would you know? Like, uh, well, you know what I mean? Why would you ever know
0: that? Well, and also look at my skin. Let's go. I don't like to go too long before we hear a song, and I love the one you picked right here. I'm well intimate with it, but why did you pick "Mother" by Pink Floyd?
2: So I had a. Super interesting childhood, but my dad is a huge Pink Floyd fan, and I feel like it might, it should probably have like negative feelings for me. But I, Pink Floyd is one of my favorites, and not to be like a hipster or whatever, but like this song is so um moving to me. Just about there's I, nothing I mean, hipster about no, that. No, I lo- you don't well, get to I pick mean,
0: what you love. You don't get to pick what moves you and what makes you feel things. This
2: is maybe one of like a, only a handful of songs that I feel like every time I hear it, it makes me feel something. So.
3: Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? Mother, do you think they'll like the song? They'll try to break my balls
0: you know, you said you had a very interesting childhood. And if this were a more TMZ type show, <laughs> I would want to ask you about that. But I don't. I want you to That's keep that fair. private. That would
2: be heavy. <laughs> yeah. Well, no.
0: And, and, and You know, if we have you back another time, and we will, then we can we can really dive deep on Andrea's family. But instead, what I'd like to do is say that you are the proprietor of Nail Ninja. You worked for other people. And you're like, Fuck that. I'm going to go do my own thing. And now you're doing your own thing on a relatively high level. I mean, having two, here's what I like about your salon. So I've only been to the one in Northeast. I haven't been to the one in St. Louis Park. Um, A lot of times when you walk by nail places, they smell like they're storing industrial solvent in them. They, Some they, of them
2: might be. They well
0: and they I mean like terrible. Like I'm yeah. like oh, that Very smelly. Yeah, and it, just terrible. I walked into your place and it was A immediately warm. You obviously know how to hire the right people. The place is cool as hell. You've got this row of chairs that look like you're about to be assimilated into the Borg, but instead, <laughs> mm, just right in your back right there along your spine. Oh, so nice. And then your, your toes and your fingers look much, much better when you walk out. It smells good in there. It's a proper salon. How important is that for you to create? I mean, because I know salon culture. Mm-hmm. I was a, a receptionist at a hair salon.
2: You were uh, not.
0: I absolutely was. Seriously? That's awesome. Back in the late 80s, when I first dropped out of college. The
2: times to be in a hair salon.
0: (laughs) I dropped out of college, and I moved downtown, and I was like, let's walk up Nicollet Avenue. I need to find a fucking job. And uh, the very first place I walked by was the old place called the Red Carpet, which apparently was a big deal in the 60s. Sort of its glory faded over the 70s and 80s. I walked in. I'm like, I would take your job. They had a help wanted sign in the window, and they're like, done. Unfortunately, there were two other Bryans working there at the time. And I had to change my name. And I'm a science fiction nerd, so I was reading Logan's Run at the time, like, Logan's a cool name. So I was suddenly Logan, the receptionist at the red carpet hair That's salon, hilarious. downtown Minneapolis, knowing nothing of gay culture, none. And so when you I called my- You a
2: lot after that, though, I settled
0: Oh, uh, settle down. <laughs> uh, no, but I called my dad, and I'm like, hey, I, I, I got a job at a hair salon, and I'm, I'm Logan now. My dad's like, oh. Perfect. Cool. That sounds great. Well, Anyway, my point is, uh, salon (laughs) culture, it it, it really, I mean, it's more than just the actual service you're getting. It is about the experience, right? Absolutely. And that's clearly important to you at Nail Ninja. I mean, like, how do you maintain that? How do you do it?
2: Well, I, you know... Why does it
0: smell good in there? Why doesn't it smell like something (laughs) crappy? Tell me why it smells good. Exactly. (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, we so we... Uh, in both locations we had our HVAC system specially built for us so there the HVAC is actually attached to each desk so it's always pulling old air out of the salon and then we have an air exchange system that's always pushing new air did in from outside And you get that idea
0: I mean that that's like that's way like you're doing nails all right so like that's a way too advanced way to think about it unless you're trying to create the proper experience yeah, for people Yeah well of
2: course yeah I mean I I want it to uh, of course we do use some chemicals. We don't do a high amount of like acrylic nails. I feel like some of the times when you are walking by some of the you know shops that have that heavy smell, they're using a lot of you know products for acrylic nails. We do them, but we don't do a lot of them, and we do have really excellent air filtration. So, um, I mean, just from the ground up, I would say like I have a really good contractor. He's yeah. incredible. So, um, you know he he constructed that for me. Um, but I think in terms of building the overall experience. I mean, before I started Nail Ninja, I'd been doing nails for 13 years. So there were a lot lot of things that I saw working for somebody else that I was like, this is stupid. Like, this isn't,
4: (laughs) you know, but like everyone
2: has their own way of wanting to do things. And I feel like when a business has been, uh, especially a service-based business, is owned by somebody who has never performed the service, I think that that can be a disservice for the employees and and for the customer because they don't really know what it's like to have to sit in that environment or to deal with, you know, types of customers or whatever. So I, I guess I just felt like I had an advantage and I had ideas as an employee that I was like, these things are not functioning. These are not the, be- the best ways to be managing these things. And so I just took all the things that I didn't like and changed it and made it mine.
0: Huh? And you did a pretty good job of it. When's the first time you did a nail?
2: I mean, too, I mean, I you know, I used to paint my own nails and stuff. I feel like everyone always did their, you know, girls certainly did all their own nails uh, as a kid. When's the first time um, you made
1: money doing somebody's nails?
2: 2004 was when I went to school. I, I was just doing odds and ends jobs before that. I got laid off from a job that I had, and someone was like, "Oh, I." You know, know someone who does nails and they make X amount of dollars a year. And I was like, oh, well, I can color in the lines. I can do this. <laughs> you know, so, so
4: I went to school. I went to school and was
2: like, you know, like, fuck it. Why not? Like, no big deal. This isn't that serious. Um, I, I actually was a high school dropout. So I didn't really, I didn't have college. I didn't really ever see myself needing a job where I needed college. Right. So I was like, sure, I'll just, you know, kind of float over here and do this. Uh, So 2004 was when I went to school.
0: So you worked for someone else locally uh, for a long time. And at some point, though, you begin to chafe and you're like, I don't like working for this person. I don't like working in this environment. I'm going to do my own thing. And a lot of people feel that way, I think. Yeah. But it's a pretty major step to be able to be like, nope, I'm going to open my own location. I'm going to do my own thing. That requires a great amount of resources and a great deal of willpower. I mean, did you ever doubt? Did you ever have any thought? Like, this is way too... I mean, you had to take on some debt, obviously, early on. I didn't,
2: actually. So it, how I did it... Yeah, I know. How I did it was... Um, I It wasn't that I didn't like the, the people that I was working for. It was just that I don't think the environment was suited to me. Um, and something that happens in the service industry a lot is that you kind of get put in the position where you are catering to people who are talking down to you, you know, treating you poorly and you kind of just have to take it. And I was like, why? Like, why do I, you know, they're coming to me. They're searching me out. They're coming to me for my help. Like, um, so I, I didn't like that aspect of the service industry. And, I, I voiced my displeasure.
4: <laughs> you know,
2: I will say in retrospect, now that I have employees, I probably should have been fired. Like, you yeah. know, but I, I was doing a high level of services and I know that they didn't want to get rid of me. I mean, but I had a couple of clients who were close to me that I had been seeing at that point for over 10 years. And, you know, they knew I wasn't necessarily very hyped. Um, but I did. I had one client who I was telling her, hey, I would like to maybe Go and open like a suite, you know. That so I actually started Nail Ninja just as a suite by myself. Um, and not she,
0: entirely unlike the start no, start exactly. studios, yeah, right?
2: A hundred square feet, just you know, just by myself. And um, I was like, I, w- I really want to do this, but at that point, I had you know a lot. I was I was in debt, just trying to survive, live in paycheck to paycheck, and so I didn't have the money to start up. And she said, Hey, like, would it help you if I paid for a year of services in advance? So. <laughs> That's how wow. I got started. Is that I mean, I, that's
0: like a Kickstarter right there. Yeah,
2: I mean, it was you know, wasn't a ton of money, but it was enough for me to get the handful of get things that I needed, yeah. and that that is how I got started. Was for that real? I yeah, someone just paid me for a year in advance, and that was and I did have another client who I told her, hey, I'm thinking about doing this, and she just wrote me a check for a thousand bucks and was like, don't ever pay me back. Good for you.
1: Wow, um, wow, yeah, that's so great.
2: So that's actually yeah, that's how I got started. I I didn't have the money to start up, and I I was scared because. I was I mean, working I, somewhere I, for 13 years. You know, you're like, shit, I'm giving up a like, serious job to go do something that I'm not sure is going to work. Yeah.
0: But. It worked, didn't it worked. It worked. Sure did. It totally I'm a very hard
2: worker. I, uh, I know that. Yeah, I, I can tell. I always say I'm like I would sell my organs on the black market before I, <laughs> before I let myself you know what not it, succeed. What
0: are your kidneys like? I mean, I could. I wouldn't mind. Solid taking condition. One. I have yeah.
2: definite. I have very good blood work. I'll have you know right now. These <laughs> organs. Good these good are. I hope. Case. I hope no one who's in the market is listening because they're primed for the picking. You know what I mean. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs>
0: We'll make sure you get out of here safely. Yeah, (laughs) Andrew will definitely escort you out here and get you into the armored Brinks truck that's waiting outside to protect your organs, organs, of course. Well, of of course. Um, Wow, we should probably hear a song right now. Uh, You made a an audible like a quarterback does on the line of scrimmage, and it's go time, and you're like, no, 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 no. exactly. Um, And you decided to yank the previous song, which was a solid one. For this right here, the tallest man on earth, love is all. Why do you want this one?
2: Well, I just, you know, when you were playing your opening song, it just kind of, you know, popped up in my head. I was like, oh, I bet that Brian would really like this. And this guy's voice is just incredible. I think they're great.
5: Pocket and your will is in my hand. Oh, your will is in my hand. Now throw it in the current that I stand upon so still. Love is so from what I've heard, but my heart's learned to kill. Oh, mine is learned.
0: Nice try, Andrea. <laughs> I knew you wanted to make me cry. Yeah. Everyone likes to see Brian cry. It's God always it. fun cry, when Brian God, cries. cry. you son of a bitch. It got, it got, it got real close <laughs> on that one. It got real close. That that's his, voice great. That just, that's great his voice just grew. That's a great song. Oh, I mean, the lyrics. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like it, the whole thing and the structure of it and the tone of it. And it's
2: <sighs> great. He's excellent.
0: That was fucking awesome. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you. Yeah, very much. Good choice. I might still cry, okay? So All don't...
2: right. Yeah, the night is young. Uh...
0: Oh. Actually, it's still the morning. God, I hope is it's young still the morning. All and right, we very are good. not. Uh, before we continue talking <laughs> to Andrea Storley, <laughs> proprietor and founder of Nail Ninja, we do have to check in with my friend Sean Bernard. He is a realtor by trade at ReMax Results. What's going on? Well, I was going
1: to change my whole title to Real Estate Ninja, but... I don't think anybody's following. Conflict of that. interest. Yeah, that's exactly what I was
0: thinking. Well, I, and also, I mean, like, A, little late to the party on the whole ninja thing, my good man. <laughs> Not even any alliteration. Also, does anyone really want a ninja selling them a house? Well, and jumping out of the bushes at somebody's <laughs> property with exactly. all black on, probably a pretty Just bad throwing idea. Throwing shuriken at them? No, you can't <laughs> exactly. do that, my man. You can't.
1: If you know somebody in the market to buy or sell, have them reach out, 612-859-2594. I donate a portion of every buy and sell
0: to an area musician or band. And then he folds himself into the wind like a quiet whisper. And disappears. <laughs> if I didn't have a bad back, I
1: would totally fold myself into the wind. I would.
2: Instead, you just sort of roll down the hill. <laughs> <laughs> How
1: dare you? We just met. We just met today, and she's making he fat just lays, jokes already. Lays down and she's rolls. just making fat jokes to the new no, a- new a- guy. I think you turned that into a bad joke. <laughs> I did. That's true. That's
2: true. I-, I just was picturing like a tumble. I don't. You know. Yeah,
0: like a big fat boy.
2: Like a <laughs> potato <laughs> roll.
0: Exactly. Wow, potato. That's great. A potato roll. Irish.
1: It's been great having
0: you on the show today, Andrea.
2: Really like a, enjoyed meeting you. A potato Irish rim.
0: Wow. Oh,
2: I needed a laugh <laughs> oh, so badly. Boy. And I'm
0: glad it wasn't at my expense for once. Uh, I like that very much. Andrea, Nail Ninja, and Nail Ninja has become uh, a proper destination. And it took years of hard work. And I know that you're focused. I can see it in your eyes. I can tell by the way that you have a conversation with a person. You're focused. You yeah. know what you're doing. You have a plan. And you're making it work. So you grew it from one little place where a couple of of your clients were on your side and helped you out with a little bit of money. How many employees do you have right now?
2: I I think we're up to like 42 or something. That's wild. Yeah, yeah it's it's actually getting a little bananas. It's, it's crazy. I, I honestly did not even intend to have employees. I actually, when I started as a suite, was like, I just want to be left alone, to be honest with you. Like, I'm just... Ready to be left alone. And so what
0: changed? Why did, well, then why did you, like, even if just you were thinking, like, well, maybe one more person. I uh, didn't
2: even think that, actually. I So someone, my, first, my very first employee, um, Natalia, she's still with me. She manages the, my St. Louis park for me now. Um, she came to me for training, asked me if I would train her. And I was like, I don't know that I want to do that. I don't really know that I'm qualified <laughs> to do that. Like, you know, and she, uh, you know, so initially I was just like, Yeah, I don't really think that I want to do that. And she kept asking me. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess you can come, like, shadow me, like, work with me um, in my suite, and I'll tell you everything that I'm doing. And she sat there with me sometimes for like eight, ten hours a day, uh, for months at a time, learning everything that I would tell her. And, a
0: genuine apprenticeship. Yeah,
2: a genuine apprenticeship. She, I love that. She was she apprenticed with me for almost a whole year. Wow and then she was taking clients on the days that i was not so she was working in the suite when i was not and then when i was working she would just sit there and watch me work and i would talk her through what i was doing and um and she yeah and and then both of both of us within the next year were so busy that um, you know, I, I have a friend who's sort of a business mentor and he was like, you need more, you need more space and you need more employees. And I was like, I don't want to do all that shit. That's like so much work. It you sounds know? like a drag. It's so much work, dude. And like, you know, I, I feel like I, um, I didn't, yeah, it just wasn't my intention. So it kind of it just kept snowballing. Um, I found the space in St. Louis Park and it was big enough for like four or five desks. And I was like, OK, well, that feels manageable. And, you know, I knew of a handful of people who were, you know, also dissatisfied where they were working. So I said, hey, this is what I'm doing. And they were like, OK. And and so like St. Louis Park got started. And I genuinely I, at that point was like, I'm not doing anymore. This is crazy. You know, like this is this is a lot to manage. This is fine. But actually, it It wasn't I found that it wasn't really a ton to manage like it is. But, you know, it just it just kind of snowballed, really.
0: You seem some like somebody who likes a project. Um, I do. I I can tell. I I, I like that about you. But I mean, like then you're like, all right, this is a lot. Everything's going well. You're doing well. You're making money. You've created a real life for yourself. And then you're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to open up a new place in Northeast that looks like a fucking spaceport. But when you get inside, it's so warm and comfortable. And these chairs, people are going to finish in these chairs, all right? And they um, do. I'm they sure do. they do. Oh, I mean, they
2: pay us handsomely. It turned off after nice. like
0: 20 minutes. I was like, can we do a little bit more Like, No, I'm not, we're, we we're go, not done with this. Can we, I don't know. Uh, anyway, my point being, um, you've created something pretty amazing with Nail Ninja. I am 55 years old and I've never had my Tootsies done before. I've wasted my whole life.
2: Well, you've still Andrea. got you've still got some years ahead of you. Do you, I? Yeah, you, I don't know. Don't you? Maybe. I, maybe. I, that's
0: the thing. Well, I, it you might, might be over shouldn't... this afternoon. I might be. I might be haunting you people for the next forty years. You Please might. Know. You God, God thank you. No, know, I don't want that either. My point is, for people who haven't done it before, you know, I've gone to spas. I have gotten hundreds, literally hundreds of massages in my life. I've always gone to hair salons. I worked at one, man. I was fucking Logan. Recognize. <laughs> uh, but um, I've never had my nails tended to. Yeah, it's a good story, isn't it? It's great. It's, it's, it's true. It's 100% true. I believe um, you. Can I be
1: Ian then? If you were Logan, I don't. Can I be Ian? No,
0: you're not. You, we can't go back in time, Sean. Oh, These things happened. Bummer. They're part of the historical records. Um, I've never had my nails done. I don't know why it occurred to me that day. It did, and I'm so glad it did because now it was meant to be i'll probably never not do it again they look so fucking good
2: and it's just nice it's nice it's relaxing it's relaxing just to sit there and have someone take care of you you know like that's
1: that's it in a nutshell isn't it that's the whole thing Well, that's the spa the salon experience i
2: always say you know how i feel about nail ninja and how i feel about the industry is that i really just like to take i'm you know as much as i seem like you know tank girl or whatever like actually <laughs> no no i didn't say you seem
0: like tank girl i look like i tank said girl. You, you, I'm, I'm telling you those boots you had on that yeah those day, are some
2: killer boots those are good but honest like, to
0: fucking god actually, those are great boots
2: my, my heart of hearts i am a nurturer like yeah. i really like to take care of people and nails just happens to be the way that i get to do that So
0: right. that's- and, and so uh, for Nail Ninja, for people who have never been before, never thought about getting their nails done, or maybe they get their nails done, but they go to those sketchy sideways back alley places. Do not do that. And don't worry, I'm doing the denigrating. You're not saying anything negative here. What is ground zero for Nail Ninja? How do people find you?
2: Um, so you can go on our website, it's Nail Ninja, Um, We're on Instagram, just Nail Ninja Minneapolis, all spelled out. Um, those are the two main ways that, and of course, on right. our, in our bio and on Instagram, you can, can find our booking link as well.
0: And they can call you they and set call. up an appointment. Yep. And I'm telling, can people just come in and take a look around and see Absolutely. if it's their kind of vibe? Of
2: course, I, and I will say, like the vibe generally is like we we play a lot of loud music. There's a lot of like we'd play a lot of like '90s hip hop rap. Um, you also play some cool, yeah, we, like,
0: lo-fi girl stuff. Like, there was some cool lo-fi. We change lo-fi. it. Uh, sometimes
2: I play, like, Russian EDM in there. Go like, on. Yeah, I just, I like to play a lot of different stuff, but it I will say. It feels like
0: a salon. It's cool. Yeah,
2: it's upbeat. It has more of, like, I would say it has more of a tattoo shop vibe than, um, like, it's not a spa. It's not super, oh, it's no, not no, a it's relaxing not, it's vibe. It's not new it's very, age. Yeah, no, it's not it's new not age. It's not spa. By, if you're coming in there to have a nice, quiet library no, appointment, no, no, you're going to be upset. It's loud
0: i don't know about upset
2: well you're i mean if you might, might might be upset if you come in expecting a quiet experience and we're playing where is my Easy white robe? E radio you know where
0: is my white <laughs> yeah there's no robe? white robe no you're, none of that you're gonna right. get
2: your shit rocked if you expect a white <laughs> robe <so>. <laughs> <laughs> it's loud it's fun it's upbeat um everyone is friendly everyone's happy to be there it's you know genuinely just such i just i mean like i know that it's mine or whatever but like it's fun to go to work it's fun to be there
0: do you do just fingernails or do you also do toenails
2: i do toenails as well
0: all right so um i i again at the risk of this sounding like an infomercial for uh, nail ninja um
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that's (laughs) true
0: but i want to know the most grotesque foot you've ever held in your
2: hand Oh, i have a great story for you like a week after i became licensed and started doing yes this is so awful i'm just going to tell you right now do it it's so gross um I mean, obviously, I've I, like I told you when we were talking on Facebook. Yeah. I'm like I've seen some dark shit.
0: Right? I'll bet <laughs> some dark People's shit. People's like- feet, like my feet, like so. I felt bad for Brianna, but I'm like I looked at them I'm like
2: no, your feet are Al- great.
0: Although my toenails, they, they at that point they looked a little bit like bronze age swords. Um, she fixed Talents. them up, and and now that I look at them, I'm like you know what.
2: I don't. My feet aren't hideous. No, they're not. But they look great. We,
0: we've all seen hideous feet.
2: Listen. So this one time, I had this. <laughs> I had these real hooves. I was working on. Like. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I will say. I will tell you as a as someone who's been doing hands and feet for a really long time, yeah. men's feet are rarely as bad as women's feet. Women were always like folding our feet up, trying to shove oh, them yeah, in shoes that don't and fit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. really sorry. And bunions are we- neither here nor there. But like the things that women do to their feet, just like we abuse the shit out of our bodies. He's trying to yeah. fit them in clothes and shoes that don't fit us, and right? So this, I had this woman who I, I took her foot out of the water, and again, I'm brand new. I am brand new, okay? Oh. Like right out of nail school,
4: yeah.
2: And there, I see, <laughs> I see no visible signs that I should be concerned by anything. Nothing is red, <laughs> nothing, you know. So I start to push her cuticles back and. <laughs> Pus like oh. shoots out of oh. yes out of the side of her toenail literally like I squeezed a mayo packet like oh and I literally I I gasp like audibly oh. gasp and she's like what and I was like. Oh oh, was that, unpla- was that uncomfortable for you at all? And she was like, no, why? And I was like, I'll be right back. And I ran and grabbed my boss because I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Like, Come back I, with the I fire lit- hose. She like literally had no, I mean, you know, I know that you, if if someone has an open wound or some yeah. signs of, you know, right. we, if I had seen that, I obviously but wouldn't she have. she just
0: had a whole packet of pus underneath her toenail.
2: Yes, but it wasn't red or anything. So I had no way of knowing that this was happening. So I brought my, my boss was like, well, you can't complete the service you have to ask her to leave I was like no you fucking ask her to leave are you kidding me like I was right I mean literally I was 20 years old or something I'm like please help please send help right now so my boss had to unfortunately come back and tell this woman like hey you know, it looks like you've got a little bit of an infection under your toenail. You a mean, little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. Did you and... take
1: you and your artichoke tip foot <laughs> oh, out no. of out
2: Dude, here. your Hellman's like mayo <laughs> squeeze. <laughs> exactly. Wow. But actually, I mean, like, I have to say, I was just a little like, wh- I was like, why can how can you not feel this? Like, I'm a little... Concern just the thing yeah. that you just like didn't Yeah, At least it, it should
0: like most infections. It's red around the yes, area. Yes, it's like
2: red and inflamed, yeah. like puffy. It's sore. It just, didn't hurt her at all. Her, she, just
0: a just a post dude.
2: I was <laughs> just yeah, I mean toe. But I have to say, there's just a lot. I mean, of course, there's a lot of feet that need a lot of work, and you know whatever. But of course, it's not. I feel like we've seen it all. It's really not that big of a deal. There's not a whole lot that if you surprises got that out us. Of the you know gate, what I mean?
0: If you got Put that right out, out of the gate. gate mm-hmm. I feel like you could probably make it through just about anything.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, I mean. But uh, let me encourage put, people. Put me on the beaches in Normandy. You know what I mean? I've wow. seen a, a toe. Wow. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. A, a pus-filled toe. A pus-filled toe. Yeah, tow. you
0: know None of those people had to see. Well, I didn't know. Well, later. Do you take uh, exactly. I was just
1: We're going to edit this one out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you, do, you take, do you take the, the this. photos, this the terrible. before and after photos, so people can see their after foot?
2: Well, no, because a lot of people don't want you taking pictures of their feet, you know? Well, I mean,
1: with permission, like yeah, uh, permission-based. I know places yeah, yeah. where we they ask. could make some
0: real money yeah. on those pictures. Yes, you do. Right. We
2: ask permission for the foot photos, for sure. Okay. <laughs> after
0: it's time for us to go. Uh, Andrea, uh, you have been, I expected you to be good company, but you have been even a more delightful conversationalist than I expected. Thank okay. you very much for coming by. I really Thanks like to tell me. the potato down the hill story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean,
1: <laughs> now go roll, go roll your potato <laughs> ass down the hill. <laughs> potato ass now. Potato. No, ass <laughs> you, you started <laughs> it by bringing
2: up
0: Realty <laughs> Ninja. <like> after <laughs> it's right. been baked. You <laughs> brought it up. You <laughs> brought steaming. it up. Oh, wow. A steamy it's potato definitely rolling. definitely never liked to All right, here we go. I've always liked her and I've only just met her. Um, Andrew, thank, thank you very much. Nail Ninja MPLS dot com. right? You got it. All That's right. Correct. Very good. Uh, good luck with everything because thank I you. know we didn't really get to talk about your far reaching ambitions that are clearly lighting that fire behind your eyes right now. But we'll talk about Some it when stuff. we have you back. All right.
2: All right. Thank you. I why, appreciate you guys. Why
0: did, why did you pick this song to wrap up with? Because they're there's a thing in the world where people are like, oh, that song is so irritating. Oh, this... And, and there are a number of songs that fall under this particular category that people are so quick to slag off. I fucking love this song. I and love this song. I, I mean, I, the way it builds, nice and slow. Yes. And then when it fucking takes off, it's perfect. Why did you pick this song?
2: Um, I pick, I picked this song because, well, I have a, I have a giant tattoo across the backs of my legs that, that says the title of this song. Yeah. And, um, I just love the, uh, I'm as, I'm as free as a bird and you get like, you can't change me, you know? Like,
0: exactly. So why did you get the tattoo? That's a real commitment. That's more than playing a song on a podcast.
2: Because that's, I feel like constitutionally who I am as a person, like I'm as free as a bird and I'm not going to change. Like that's. I'm going to do whatever it is that I'm going to do and that's it you know like so I love this song